Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. We have an unbelievable show today. We've been able to get on the show Miss Danielle Nicole Enright. And Danielle is the founder and CEO of Abreu. And it's Abreu Jewelry. And it's amazing. You've probably seen her jewelry maybe even at the Academy Awards. Since 2011, she's had her jewelry in the gift bag for the Academy Award winners. Uh, her jewelry is worn by celebrities throughout the world on the silver screen. Customers all over the world love her jewelry. She's been featured in Elle Magazine, Bazaar, Marie Claire, uh, Con Nest Traveler. Her jewelry has actually even been, been seen on the world-famous The Voice TV show. So it's really an honor to have Danielle on the show. Danielle, welcome to the Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So this is super cool, what you've been able to do to build this business in the jewelry space. Let's pull the lens back a little bit and tell us the, tell us the Abreu story. Okay, well... In order to understand Abreu, you kind of have to know a little bit about me. Um, it all started in 2008, and it didn't start on a happy note. It actually started after losing my job in the, in the legal fields. I was a paralegal, a legal aide, and I lost my job. Um, I didn't really understand where I was going, uh, kind of felt lost, ended up joining, to make a long story short, ended up joining an art therapy group. And through that, I discovered actually I'm an artist. I started uh, painting and uh, I wasn't that great at it. So I kind of went in a different way. I found a jewelry making tutorial on YouTube and started making jewelry. And I just fell in love with the, with the whole process. And so from there, it, it was just baby steps. I never really intended to create a brand. Um, but once I started uh sending my jewelry out to customers, I was getting a lot of feedback saying, you know, this is really helping me. Uh, my brand is really focused on symbolism. And ultimately, I create for myself, but I also create with my customer in mind. So a lot of my symbolism is meant to help others cope with everyday stressors. I love it. I love it. It's really a beautiful story. It's an incredible story. Here we have 
you know, you're in the law, law profession, something happens, yes. you decide to kind of reach out and figure out what your inner love is, and you find out that you're an artist. I mean, it's incredible. You nice. go on YouTube, you see how to make some jewelry, you start making it, but you have this sort of passion behind it, and you have this synchronicity between, you know, what you're developing, what you're designing, and what's going out into the world, and all of a sudden, because this wonderful synchronicity is happening, and your symbolism is to help people, it starts kind of returning back and paying it forward. So it's really incredible, right? Absolutely. I actually started one of uh, one of the main things I started doing was volunteer work. And I was working with a local nun, um, trying to get into the community a little bit. And I started giving food to homeless people and, and that just made me feel so good. And I started a, an initiative with my jewelry along that same time. And it was called the Pay It Forward Initiative. And this was to pay it forward uh, to someone in my life who helped me. Uh, at the time, my car declined. I was a single mom and I was in a store and it was so embarrassing because I had lost my job. And a woman behind me came up and kind of swooped in and said, I'm going to pay for your groceries, but I want you to pay it forward. And literally tears in my eyes. I just felt so much hope after that, that I started this initiative. Once I got back on my feet and started jewelry, I started this pay it forward initiative. And the symbol was uh, an arrow. And that was uh, to tell my customers, listen, anytime you remember, please pay it forward because people really undervalue kindness in this world. And that one act of kindness literally gave me so much hope. And you just never know how someone else is going to receive you. So if you do it with kindness, yes, I believe in synchronicity. I believe in karma. I believe in all of it. So that's really where my jewelry line, you know, that's the passion behind it. It's it's all about paying it forward. And, and I love giving back and most of my proceeds go back uh, to my community and all over the world. And I'm seeing this huge, almost like a movement on Instagram with other girls just kind of looking to me. And I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or what's happening in the world, just that little glimmer of hope that if she can do it, I can do it. And it's kind of created this own thing. Um, so now I'm mentoring other girls on how to create their businesses. And a lot of girls that are in kind of bad situations are coming to me. And I kind of feel like, you know, it's all meant to be all of it. And I, and I can look back and I can look at the bad parts and say, it's all connected. And it was all, it was all leading me to this greater purpose. That is a wonderful story. It's beautiful. It's this type of story for the younger entrepreneurs watching the show where you put your passion behind something, you believe in what you're going to do. Maybe you find something along the way that maybe you weren't expecting, but you jump on it because it just kind of speaks to you, which is what Danielle did with the jewelry. And here you go. You know, I could see, you know, Danielle's, you know, Abreu, you know, a brand becoming the next billion dollar brand out there. Maybe we'll see her on Shark Tank as one of the sharks eventually. Danielle, love what you're doing. Let's talk a little bit about sort of the process because, you know, yeah. I've been to the website, you know, you make it so simple and easy to buy jewelry. It's just beautiful. You come up with new ideas all the time. But to build a business, I would imagine from your perspective, you had to bring some talent in and you had to bring a team on and, and you have to have a whole group of individuals that have the same passion and sort of a life commitment that you have. So let's talk about your team a little bit. What did you need to do to build the company? <laughs> well, I will say this. 
you would most people are surprised that I don't have a huge team. I have my family. They're always willing to swoop in when I need help, but I literally do everything myself. So luckily for me, I found out that I have this, I, I just kind of taught myself how to do web design. So I've done everything from my own web design to my SEO to, I mean, I pretty much wear every hat. I make my own jewelry. If I don't make it, then it's curated by me. And right now I'm in a position where I do need help and I am hiring right now, but I need to be very, exactly what you said, I need to make sure that everybody shares the same passion as I do, because it's very hard to to give those reins over to somebody else if they don't share that same kind of drive or passion that I do. But yes, that is my hope is that I keep growing and can hire more people on. And right now I'm definitely, I can, I can only do so much in a day, but uh, right now I'm wearing all the hats and then only my family members have been helping me. So. Well, that's awesome. And this is the typical entrepreneurial journey where you have your passion, you put it into place, you do everything yourself because you learn about the business inside and out. You know everything from website to shopping carts, to selling, to shipping. And then now that you know it all, you can impart that wonderful knowledge to the next team members that you're going to hire to help you get to where you're going. So Danielle, let's talk a little bit about sort of the the, the process. Yes. It, do you wake up in the middle of the night and you have a design that comes to your brain? Yes. How do you get sort yes. of the designs? Are you like a musician where some a song comes to them and they write yes. it down or you doodle it? Or how does it all work? I honestly, I find a lot of passion through and, and ideas through dreams. I know it sounds kooky, maybe, but, um, but dream, dreams, uh, you know, breakups, any, a lot of struggle, uh, actually, when I'm having a struggle with anything, I kind of say, what can I do to help myself? And a symbol will come to mind. And for instance, when I when I first started uh, the feather bracelet, which is one of my most popular, it's been with me since day one. It was, I think, it was the first uh, piece that I ever made, and it was a feather. Um, that came. That was actually because I watched uh, the Voice, and this is kind of spiritual, but I, I was watching the Voice, and uh, somebody said on there, you know, I have a tattoo, and it's of a feather, and they said, oh, what does that mean? And they said, well, your problems are as light as a feather because God holds them for you. And that stuck with me. And I thought, you know, I already have a tattoo. I don't want any more. Maybe I should get a feather and make it into a bracelet. So that symbolism, that, that feeling is with me at all times, but I can also remove it. And that was kind of the whole idea behind it. Um, so for me, my personal belief on the feather is that it allows me to live my life lightly to kind of let go of the reins and not take things so seriously. And that's where that came, came from. So quotes, inspirational quotes, people, I, I mean, I get, there's never, that's the thing with creativity is like, it's, it's endless. There's an endless amount of inspiration out there. It's just something will click and I'll create something. I love it. I love it. So you've got the world famous feather bracelet. You've got the arrow for the pay it forward. And there's a lot of symbolism within your design. And that's why so many people are attracted to it. You know, you mentioned your Instagram uh, posts and you mentioned that people are reaching out to you through Instagram and they're saying to you, Danielle, 
I'm so inspired by your story, you know, whether it's young men or young women and they're, they're reaching out and they're just saying, listen, this is super cool. Your jewelry design speaks to me. Your story speaks to me. How do you, how do you manage to find time in the day to also mentor and help these, these people that are reaching out saying, Hey, Danielle, I want to get some of that, you know, Danielle, Nicole Enright positivity in my world. Um, Because that's, that's, I mean, I think it just speaks to my heart. Um, This is all heart. You know, it's not me waking up saying, I want to start a business. This all happened through trial and just trials in my life. Um, And I want to be that person that I did not have at certain times in my life. And that's, that's where it comes down to. I want to inspire someone or be there for someone who I, I grew up really, really sensitive. Okay. And I didn't have a female who was like me to look up to. I didn't understand my creativity. I didn't understand why I was so emotional or sensitive and no, and I actually got condemned for it. So uh, what I've discovered is that there's a whole world out there and like me, and a lot of them are poets or misfits or artists, or, you know, the, the ones that the outcasts, and that's who I kind of gravitate towards on Instagram. And then we, come to find out. And it's, this is, this is a funny story in the law firm. I remember taking a Myers-Briggs test, right? And they said, all the extroverts I want sitting on one side and all the introverts on the other. And I scored an INFJ. Okay. That was my Myers-Briggs test score. And I was the only one on this side, right? Of the table. And I thought, I really am different. This just proves I'm different. I am not like the extroverts. And for me, it's it's time that an introvert, somebody who isn't as vocal or, you know, I'm very shy. This is actually quite difficult for me to sit here and talk to you. It's time that the introverts win one. You know what I mean? So I think everybody's kind of cheering me on because the girls, that, especially the females that I've met who are INFJs, introverts, outcasts, artists, kind of quirky, they're waiting. It's kind of like waiting for somebody to inspire them. And I feel like I'm, I might be that person for them. And so they gravitate towards me and I always make time for them that I will always do that. That's just, I'm, I feel like I'm a philanthropist first and somebody who wants to help first and a jeweler second. So that's a beautiful story. It's very powerful. It's very empowering. Can you remember back uh, in your career uh, with, Abra- with Abreu and think about the first time maybe where you saw a celebrity wearing one of your designs and, and what did that make you feel like and, and what happened in that, you know, mind and soul of yours? Yeah, I guess the first time was, uh, was it um, the Vampire Diaries? The Vampire Diaries has a huge cult following. And I sent my jewelry to the wardrobe stylist of the Vampire Diaries in the hopes, you know, and of course she has hundreds of different things to choose from. And in my mind, I was thinking, okay, vampire, what would I wear as a vampire? And I sent it not really thinking much of it until they gave me that message. You, we've chosen your necklace and it will be on this show. And I just was floored. I mean, I guess I equate it to, you know, winning, you know, the touchdown in a, in a football game or something like that. That was my win. It was my huge win. 
And I still sell that necklace to this day. I only actually have four left and I will be retiring that. Um, but that happened in, I think it was 2014. So that was the very first time that I had that kind of, it, I, I, I think it's kind of like a rush, right? You get this huge rush of, you know what, I'm good enough. And, and people are liking this. Since then I've had, you know, I've sent things to Jennifer Garner. Uh, I've sent things to Drew Barrymore, uh, you know, and I hate name dropping, but I mean, these are huge celebrities and the fact that they own my jewelry is just, I mean, it's such an honor. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. I could imagine the first time you see it on TV or on the silver screen or on a television show that is just an amazing feeling of accomplishment. And I'm sure in your case, you said to yourself, wow, I can do this and I can do a lot more and continue yes. to change the world. When we think about your jewelry, Danielle, is there some um, metal that is your primary uh, metal that you like to make your jewelry in? Or how does all that work for the people that haven't seen the uh, Abreu line yet? Yes. Uh, so I use only really precious metals. Uh, so sterling silver, my feather is fine silver. Uh, that'll never tarnish. It's it's actually very high quality. Uh, gold vermeil is actually a more affordable. It's actually very important to me that I have high end, but I also have, so it's luxury, but I also want to be accessible. I want everyone to feel welcome to my store and that they can afford something. And I remember my first uh, press release and I, I was in Newsbreak for saying, listen, the world's best kept secret is the jewelry markup, right? It is astronomical. I mean, the markup is like 10 times and I want to be more accessible than that. I don't want to feel, I don't want anyone to feel like they can't buy something. So my jewelry prices are very, you know, uh, I guess you could say accessible. Um, so I have luxury items, but then I also have, and there's still high quality items, but I, that's why I'm direct to consumer. That's important to me. So I'm not in stores. You can only buy through me. And, uh, but that's because I keep my prices the lowest I can possibly keep them. I love it. I love it. So you're very accessible. You're, you're giving this synchronicity throughout the world to people, whether it's a more expensive piece of jewelry or a more accessible piece of jewelry, you run all the different angles because you want to help so many people. Now, when someone buys a piece of your jewelry, Danielle, do they, do they understand the story behind it? Like if they go to the website and they buy the feather bracelet, for example, or maybe the arrow, which is the pay it forward arrow, do they, is there a story behind it? Do they get the story delivered to them? Can they read it on the website? How do they know what the story is? Yes, I try, I try to, I try to have a tab. I have a tab in my, uh, on my website and it talks about the symbolism be behind each piece and how, especially the Drew Barrymore necklace that is very popular right now, how I came up with it and why I made that for her. And, you know, uh, the moon and, and the circle and the infinity circle and what that represents to me growing up with Drew Barrymore as kind of uh, an inspiration to me. So different things like that will be on the website. So when you look at a piece, usually it has some sort of symbolism thrown into uh, the text. I love it. I love it. So when, when someone goes out into the world, Danielle, and, and they, they have a business like yours, and all of a sudden, things start happening 
magically, you know, yeah. in other words, people start reaching out to you and they say, you know, we love what you're doing, but we also love the symbolism. We love this synchronicity that you talk about, you know, can, can we talk to you? You know, we need some inspiration or maybe we want to learn more about your journey. And, and I'm wondering from your perspective, I, I'm, I'm sure when you started this, you didn't have this in mind that you were going to become sort of like this leader and this, this person that can change lives by, by positively impacting people that reach out to you and want a little sort of piece of your positive energy and your, and your, and your spirit, what type of responsibility? Is there a weight on your shoulders with that? Or do you, how do you manage that sort of new sort of like pinnacle that you're at besides just being a jewelry maker? Now you're this other kind of a leader. Yes. And that, that is a new territory for me. Uh, you know, I'm not a perfect person and I kind of put that out there. Uh, I am not perfect. Uh, but what I can tell you is this, and it is very important to me, it actually gives me chills when I think about it, is that you can take any struggle that you have and you can turn it into something positive. There's meaning behind everything. We're all connected in some way. And if if you don't believe it, just look at my journey. I do plan on writing a book which will tell, it will go more into depth about how I got to this place. Um, but like everybody that struggles in life, and, and I think it's so important now with, you know, the mental health crisis and the pandemic and everything happening, and, and you really have to look at yourself, you're kind of faced with yourself to say, what, can, what am I bringing to this world? What is it that I want to be remembered for? Uh, Am I making a difference? Uh, and I think for me, it's always going to be people over profits, but also the message, right? It's going to be, how can I change somebody's life? What am I, what am I doing with this piece? Is it, you know, I'll always think about that, that I guess the young girl in me that wanted, you know, a mentor myself and didn't have it. I want to be that person for somebody else. So that is a huge responsibility, but I'm up for it. I feel like I'm in a good place mentally to be able to handle that. And like, that's my, that's my main goal really is to help people. So. I love it. And it just shines through, you know, your, your success is really, really wonderful to watch. For the younger entrepreneurs watching the show, they might be saying to themselves, well, she's got a lot of grit. I mean, I don't know how she got yeah. her jewelry, you know, in the Academy Award bags. And how did she, you know, get her jewelry yeah. covered in all these international magazines? But what did you do? Did you just say to yourself, I'm just going to do it and then just start sending the jewelry out? How did all that happen? Yes. Well, there is a team in that respect behind me as far as marketing uh, and it's called the Artisan Group. And I want so everybody to know about this amazing group. Uh, I am from a very small town, uh, Vermont. Uh, I live in a very small town. And, uh, and I have some connections because I, what, I did live in Florida before and I have some celebrity connections anyway, but I didn't have the connections this woman has. Her name is Valerie and she is a champion of women. And she has her own business going, and that's to present uh, female artisans to celebrities, and she has all the connections. I send, I send my jewelry to the wardrobe stylist through her. So she really is that kind of piece that I needed. 
And I found her just on a whim. And again, again, synchronicity, uh, I was researching, I saw somebody else say, Oh, my, my jewelry was on, you know, such and such show. And I'm, I thought I want to do that. And I think for me also is I've always kind of had this, when I want something, (laughs) I'm going to go and I'm going to get it. You do need grit. You need determination. And, uh, you know, I really don't take no for an answer when I want something, I'm going (laughs) to try to get it. And, uh, and, you know, especially if someone says you're not going to do that, I don't believe you can do that. I'll say, you want to make a bet? <laughs> let me, let me take that challenge. So I do love a challenge. And a lot of this has been a challenge for me. And I learn, I think as a new entrepreneur, I want people to understand that it is hard. It's, you have to start small. You have to be willing to start small, but you have to believe in your product and believe in your message. And, want, you know, have a bigger purpose. And I think that for me has, has helped me push through the tough moments. It's not easy being an entrepreneur. It is, I've put everything else on hold um, to do this. And now it's gotten to a point where I've grown so much, I have to have help come in. But I think that uh, for new entrepreneurs, it's pot, anything is possible. I mean, and that's what I want people to see is that if I can do it, from where I started, anybody can. They truly can. I learned everything I know from YouTube. So it's not anything anyone else couldn't do if they wanted to. I love it. And that's going to be the, the title of your new book. I, every, I learned everything I know from YouTube. I love it. So, Danielle, this is really a remarkable story. And, you know, we, we always talk about the fact that there's can do and can't do people in the world. And my personal belief is that even for parents, the most important thing you can teach your child is a can-do attitude. Yes. And you're really a perfect example of that because, you know, if, you, if someone says no to you, you do it. And if there's a brick wall in front of you and someone says you can't knock it down, you do. So it's really remarkable. So mm-hmm. I know that you're doing everything, wearing all the hats, and you probably have orders coming in off the hook. So, I, <laughs> And I know you've only sliced out a certain amount of time today, but yeah. I want to ans- ask a question that I'm sure people are thinking about uh, when they watch and they hear someone like you that, you know, is really an empowering person is Mm -hmm. what is your why? Why do you get up in the morning? What gets you going? Is it something esoteric? Is it something spiritual? Is it something, uh, you know, godlike? Or is it just wanting to go out there and prove to the world that you can do it? What is Danielle Nicole Enright's why? It's so it's so personal to me. You know, I have this thing in the back of my head, which is I'm going to prove people wrong. I feel like I was labeled uh, very at a very young age, uh, labeled as to this, to that. Uh, I've been called every name in the book. I've been, you know, oh, she's a bimbo. She, she's an airhead. She this, that. And, and I kind of in the back of my head. And that's that's some of the pieces of my puzzle that I want to talk about in a book is that I really was a loner. I didn't have, I was an outcast. I was that girl. And I want to prove to people and to myself that I am worthy and I can do it. And I'm so intelligent. And I wish I would have used, uh, led with my intelligence at times. And, and, uh, but now I'm, I think, I feel like that's kind of in the back of my head at all times. Uh, it's almost a redemption for me. And uh, 
and especially when I look back on this, this is actually interesting. And this is how I feel like everything is connected is my jewelry was just chosen on a main character on law and order. And so it was, it just aired. I was so excited and it's supposed to be, thank you. And it was supposed to be, it's supposed to be on every, every time this character is on, it is supposed to be, it's Kathleen Stabler uh, on law and order. It's on her. And the, the actress actually reached out to me recently. She said, I just heard the story about your necklace and I want to tell you how amazing it is. And that she ended up telling me that she chose it herself. Usually it's the wardrobe stylist, but she was drawn to this necklace, right? And I could, that gave me so much validation. I thought to myself, there's something great. I'm sorry, there's something greater here working because it did not escape me that I lost my job in the legal field, right? And now I'm on law and order. My jewelry is on law and order. And I feel like, look at this full circle moment. It is insane, right? So that's the type of thing that I that I hang on to, those little, you know, triumph, triumphant moments of my life. And it's just so everything seems so meaningful, right? And so fabulous, so amazing. You. Congratulations. Uh, you have a wonderful brand. Over your back shoulder, there's a sign that says simplicity is beauty. Oh, yes. uh, I love that so much. Blessed. Yes, simplicity. That is that is one thing that I really, uh, I think it was Einstein who said something like, you know, life is really simple, but we tend to complicate things, right? That is not the quote. I know it's not the quote, but it's something like that. And I used to complicate my life, right? So when I, a lot of my jewelry is simple for that reason, because when it, when I make things complicated or think too much or overthink, things get kind of boggled. So I stripped everything down and that is my jewelry line is very minimalist. I love it. You have so much to share. I do. Sometimes <laughs> in life, interesting things happen. Sometimes the entrepreneurial journey while you're building a great business leads to something a higher calling or a more empowering type of a spirituality. And in your particular case, it, it appears to me that this is leading to you to, to be able to help so many people by sharing your story and being able to become a mentor for so many uh, younger people that are reaching out to you saying, hey, Danielle, this is a remarkable story. How'd you do it? You know, why did you do it? What's it all about? Asking the who, what, where, when, why, and how questions and you making time for them is absolutely outstanding. I wanted to take a minute, Danielle, to just thank you so much for coming on the show. You know, typically our shows, a lot of times we get into the technical aspects of technology and we talk about various uh, components of, of the way a business gets structured. But it's always, for me, more interesting to talk about an entrepreneur, talk with an entrepreneur that not only found herself and found her way in a business, but is giving back and paying it forward in such a positive way. So I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the dot-com magazine entrepreneur spotlight series today. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it.